Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Affirmation Addict Podcast and Happy New Year. At the time of this recording, I believe it is January 2nd is the published date. So we are officially in 2024 and I hope your new year, I hope your Christmas festivities or holiday festivities, if any, were just good. I hope they were better than usual. I hope maybe you got a little bit more rest than usual. Maybe you felt more at ease and less chaotic. I hope things are just going good for you. This time of year, I know we talk a ton about setting new goals, setting new intentions, and I want to completely contradict myself. And one thing that I think is so interesting is if you look at like the lunar calendar and just like lunar new year and different um, cultures calendars and the way our seasons were supposed to be, a lot of the times winter is a period of rest and January is still winter. I know it's like a very, very nice calendar year reset, but if you are not feeling all of this new year stuff, I know last year specifically for me, 2023 is new year. I was so tired of it. I was exhausted. I felt like it was so fake and I was so out of alignment with it versus for me personally in 2024 and kind of leading up to this new year, I've actually felt really empowered. And I think it's because I have a lot more clarity this year, which I did not have last year. And I just did not feel ready at all. But what I wanted to say is if you're not feeling connected to any of the new year stuff, any of the intention setting stuff, honestly, skip it. There is no perfect time. Remember that the days in the calendar are just days in the calendar. It's a way for us as humans to kind of organize and categorize time, but it has nothing to do with your manifestation. It has no impact on what you're manifesting. I know it can feel like time is such a huge element, but it's probably the most distracting factor. So don't let January 1st or January 2nd, for that matter, impact how you are approaching your intention setting. If you want to listen to this in March and start this in March, that's fine. Because if you look at the different solstices and astrology, I'm not an expert in that field, but I do know that a lot of the times we start doing intention setting and kind of harvesting in the springtime, aka the bloom season. So a lot of the times we set our intentions during that time and winter is actually a time of rest and regeneration. So if you are still feeling winter energy, you're welcome to still listen to this episode. It's more conversational, not a ritual that I'm guiding you through. 
but seriously, feel no pressure. I really, really hope that that comes across. So I have actually resisted publishing this episode, not publishing, recording this episode, because I haven't spoken about my goals publicly before they've manifested, I think, ever. And this is a season in my life where I actually don't feel like my goals are that tangible. So I'm like nervous for both because I think I'm nervous to say them out loud. Um, Because what if they don't come true? That guilt, that self-sabotage. But then that's me completely undermining everything I believe in. And then the second part is I don't, I'm like nervous of being judged. I'm nervous of this is something I'm so good at, but I'm nervous that I'm going to be judged for whatever it is that I'm manifesting. So I have pushed this off and I normally have a couple of notes that I'm thinking and ways to kind of tie it back to you, make sure it's relevant for you. Um, But no notes were coming through. So we are absolutely just going to wing today's episode. My intention is to tell you some of the things I'm manifesting and really talk about how you approach any manifestation. So I will get into specifics of what I'm going to do, but I'm also going to tell you in a very non-order, non-structured way the random things I do to help me manifest something. And if you're looking for structure before I kind of get lost in my favorite topic ever, I want to recommend if you haven't already, go ahead and purchase my step-by-step guide to manifesting as a lifestyle. A lot of what I do, actually everything that I do is written in a very kind of chronological, systematized, yet very action forward and effective way. And if you're looking for like, I need a checklist, if you're looking for, I don't know how to surrender and give me an action plan to surrender, that is the guide for you. It goes into every single manifestation. It helps you kind of look at every single manifestation from the same exact system to the point where you can really start to make manifestation your lifestyle through one of my favorite little techniques that honestly has changed my life. So it's, I probably won't talk about it fully today because it's so hard to explain and put into words in a short episode, but I will give you some nuggets to kind of give you a sneak peek as to what I mean. And if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know my overall approach, you know the way I come at manifestation and my beliefs on it. And that is weaved into the entirety of the guide. So just a little bit of an invitation. If you do really want like a step-by-step I have that guide for you. The link is in my show notes and it's $67. Um, It's kind of on sale indefinitely until I think otherwise. Um, I think my original price is $157 and it's almost a 100 page PDF with super, super tangible, life-changing stuff. Like if I wrote a book, this would be the book. I have not written a book yet, but this is the closest thing to it. So I hope you try that out if that's what you're looking for. If not, let's get back into the episode. So when I think of what I'm manifesting, normally it starts from a curiosity or a desire, whether I see it somewhere or I'm noticing something I don't really love in my life. Maybe I, an example, when I was manifesting kind of a shift in my career situation, I didn't like the fact that I had to travel and I could never be in one place for longer than two nights. I absolutely hated that. And I hated not being able to just rest. I felt like I was constantly in literal flight mode. So 
I knew what I didn't want. I didn't want to keep having to travel, but I didn't know exactly what that meant in return. So when it comes to what you're manifesting and where the desire is sprouting from, notice if it's from a desire that you maybe see in someone else's life. Maybe it's from a desire that you have always had internally and you just know it's yours, or it's from something that you don't want, which is, I think the biggest blessing. When we live experiences that we really hate, I think we get the most clarity from them. I know in those experiences, life sucks and we hate it. However, the amount of clarity you get and the amount of specific unique to you clarity you get from that, I think is completely unmatched. So don't look at your manifestations that you have to have them specifically mapped out. That's not a requirement. What's actually more of a requirement is understanding why you want that desire. And the best way I like to explain this is what do you think life is like after that desire shows up? And ponder that. There's no right answer, but it actually takes so much courage to be able to look at your beliefs with that much of a magnifying glass and that much kind of unbiased energy because we love to say, I want my soulmate, I want him to be six foot tall and have blonde hair, blue eyes, right? We love having these types of lists, but it's like, why does the blonde hair, blue eyes matter? Is it because society is going to like that? Or why does a six foot tall matter? Is it because someone made fun of you for dating a shorter person in your past? Like when you think about what you want and then question why you actually want it, you get way more clarity than you ever could by just being super specific about what you want. Because the why behind your desire is always going to trump the what. And this is one of those things I really explain in the guide where the universe's job is how it's happening, when it's happening, where it's happening, and in what way our job literally is what we want kind of, but more so why we want it. Because I've had so many desires that I have manifested and I was so specific on the what, but it actually wasn't something I really wanted. And you might be thinking that is so confusing and I get it, but we oftentimes use clarity on what we want as a means to control how it's actually coming. And we're completely ignoring the why. I'm going to say that again, because I think it's kind of confusing. So We oftentimes use like our specific desire, like I want this job in this company. We use it as a means to control how we're actually getting something when we know that's not our job. The whole point of manifestation is to drop the how. So we forget the why, but we're using our manifestation as a disguise to control the how. We're still trying to kind of backdoorly control the how, which is completely never going to work, or you'll end up manifesting something that's not ideal for you. And that's okay. You learn the biggest lessons. I have plenty of times manifested things that have not stuck, but it's only led me to the bigger stepping stone in that field, aka my career. I manifested so many jobs, especially my dream job out of college, and I ended up completely hating it. And it was every single thing I teed up, exactly where I wanted to live, where I wanted my client to be, what my days were like, all of that. But I was actually so wrong in what I wanted. I thought... 
I was trying to control the how of those things would make me happy, successful, and feel free um, and make me money. And it basically didn't. None of those except it generated me income, like a guaranteed income. But that's it. I wasn't happy. I wasn't feeling free. And I wasn't feeling that successful um, because I hated life. And I knew that there was no correlation between hating life and being happy and being successful. I knew that that was completely a disconnect. So just a clarification as to where your desires are coming from. So as you're starting to get clear on what it is that you're manifesting, and maybe you don't have a list, maybe you're like me and everything is kind of abstract, that's okay. Have a vision for how you would like your day to look or how would you like this experience to manifest and what life is like after this manifests. And then dive a layer deeper and ask yourself why. That is probably the most important step on your manifestation journey beyond your affirmations and energy management. Being able to keep understanding and have that amount of clarity, and that only comes from within. No one can do that for you. It takes courage to be honest about why you want something and why it is important to you without judging yourself or trying to say the blanket answer. It is such a game of you and you, but it's probably the most powerful technique. And it took me a really long time to master that. And so one of the things personally I am manifesting is I really want to manifest $1,000 days. Now, what I mean by that, it is an income goal I have in a way that is something that I find so unbelievable. I used to be able to do that so easily when my products were really high priced. I used to have $1,000 courses. I used to have really, really expensive courses. So that was a no-brainer, right? And I'm so grateful to be able to talk about that so casually. But I have since completely shifted my business structure. And something that I have is all of my products right now are under $100, if not even cheaper. They're right now, they're under $70. So to me, having $1,000 days with that product suite feels a little bit out of reach. And I really would love to build that back up and create that type of consistent revenue in the business with a much cheaper product suite. Because I think it's so many layers for me, and I'm telling you my why. My why is... I have always heard, and with all my business coaches and mentors, you need expensive products to make expensive sales, right? Like you need to charge more to make more, which I do see, and I've tried that, but there was something that just felt really inauthentic about it to me. And also, I am such a kind of compassionate and empathetic person that it felt just blatantly so wrong asking my audience to stretch themselves that much. Now, there is a caveat where if I look at my audience through that lens where that's asking them too much, then I'm also putting a limit on them. So this isn't a jab to anybody who charges more. I think my products are worth significantly more, but I also know my audience's threshold and the way I sell. And from a strategic business decision, this makes the most sense to me right now. Will it change in the future? Maybe. But right now, this is what makes the most sense for me. And I'm really at peace with it. And I feel really good seeing people get results and it changed their lives. So it is a win-win all around. However, I would really love to kind of prove the industry wrong, prove just business norms wrong, and be able to have $1,000 days as a smaller business online and 
not have to pay for ads. And that's one thing I've never done is I've never paid for ads and I probably will not for the foreseeable future. Um, just really doing it in an authentic way. And I think 2023 for me was completely experiencing my biggest fears and my biggest shadows. And these are the different clarity and, um, little nuggets of wisdom that have come through. So one of the things I am really manifesting is thousand dollar days. I don't share my business goals very much so because I haven't built my podcast to be like that, but my business is such an important part and probably one of the main things I continue to manifest in. So, um, I figured this would be helpful and it is very vulnerable for me to share that forward because I know how it can come off. And especially in the culture I've grown up with, you don't talk about these types of things and it's so taboo, but I'm really, really trying to break that norm around talking about money openly because I fully know that there is way more than enough to go around and I'm not coming from that lack mindset, but I also am so nervous to trigger people and trigger other people in their own mindsets and myself. So it is such a journey that I'm working on, which is why I do think my word of the year is what it is, which is rich. It's not necessarily in the abundance term. I love playing on words though, um, because I love my Scorpio energy loves triggering people. So I love saying, oh, my word of the year is rich. And everyone's like, you just want to be rich, which is absolutely not. I want to be rich in like the juiciness of my experiences. I want to feel rich in how much love I have for myself. I want to feel that overflowing energy. That's what rich means to me, not feeling rich in necessarily like my wealth mindset or prosperity mindset. Although that's a benefit, that's not the reason I'm picking that word. However, I love just doing things the unconventional way and playing with words um, and doing things in that way. So that's one of the things I'm manifesting. So how would I be approaching that? For me, one thing that has and always will be my foundation for manifestation is affirmations. If I do nothing else, I will write my affirmations. Um, and so for me, it's I make $1,000 a day or I generate $1,000 a day through my business, something of the sort, and it can change, but I will try to write them down every single day. I have manifested things without writing a single affirmation, without doing anything and just living manifestation as a lifestyle. However, I know that's very airy. And if you do not have the guide, you have no idea what that means. So what I would do personally and what I will do and have been doing already is I write my affirmations down. After that, it is very intuitive. Depending on how I feel as I write affirmations down, I write my affirmations very intuitively and I like changing them up every day. So what does post $1,000 days look like for me? What does thousand dollar days feel like to me. And I write down affirmations that kind of add to specific details. So for example, thousand dollar days may mean that I also donate a thousand dollars every month or I donate $5,000 every month because that means I'm making $30,000, meaning I can donate easily 5,000. So it's like, I'm able to easily donate $5,000 a month. And thinking about what opportunities that desire opens up for me. The other opportunities that might open up for me is I allow myself to rest more and I feel even more creatively inspired to create and provide more value for my students and my audience. Another one that I always write down is my students who purchase my products, their life changes drastically for the better. Um, the moment they start changing, the moment they start buying my products and using my products. So 
just the different touch points your manifestation has. I like to kind of see how the day feels and write, I would say I write about 10 to 12 affirmations every single day. Takes me literally two to three minutes. If you just do that and you try that for a month, I feel like you will notice some sort of shift. You will notice alignment. You will notice something. Don't do it with the intention to like receive that desire, but like do it with the curiosity mindset. Do it with the, hmm, let's just see how this goes with a fun, playful mindset, not the, oh my God, this must manifest. So I must write my affirmations down 10 to 12 times, just like Pyle said. So really see where the tone of your voice is and shift. If you're noticing that the tone of your voice as you're trying to write your affirmations is a little bit more panicky, kind of like I just mentioned, then you need to first kind of scrap what you're manifesting and focus on just calming yourself down, allowing yourself to find ease in the manifestation process. So instead of focusing on a specific desire for the first 30 days, I recommend you focus on your experience and your relationship with manifestation. That in itself, and those are your affirmations, that in itself I think is more than enough to help you and more than enough than what I will do in my daily life. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest X. The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now, or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. I think a lot of the things I do are so unspoken that I kind of forget to mention them. So for example, when I'm writing my affirmations down, if one of my affirmations is really feeling like triggering or just sticky or like, I'm like, ew, this is just not real. Then I work through that limiting belief and how I work through my limiting beliefs, I will just sit and think about it. I'll be like, okay, where is this coming from? Is this true? Is this not true? How is this serving me? How is this not serving me? And then I'll also say, what's the opposite of that limiting belief? Or how can I make this feel a little bit more believable? And you kind of work through that with yourself. You can also talk through it with someone you trust. Be very mindful who you talk through it with. I talk through these things with Tom. I know he has my back. Um, But there's very few people I feel comfortable talking through my limiting beliefs with. If you have like a therapist or a coach, um, that's who you can talk through your limiting beliefs with also. And work through those limiting beliefs and notice how you feel before, during, and after writing your affirmations. It's like doing affirmations with such deep intention that that in itself is such a holistic spiritual practice. Because I think a lot of the times people just kind of rush and write down their affirmations and they're like, where's my manifestation? That is you acting out of kind of, you're looking for a result and you're acting out of force. You're not acting because you're enjoying the process of affirmations. So how can you find joy? 
If that feels really hard, then once again, focus on changing your relationship with what manifestation is, feels like, and looks like for you. Meaning manifestation feels natural. Manifestation feels like second nature to me. Manifestation feels easy to me. Those are the affirmations that you can start with. And if you need more, I have an entire collection inside of Affirm It, which is my app and membership. So I have tons of affirmations if you can't think of them yourself, but I personally think the most effective affirmations are the ones that are directly crushing a limiting belief that you have. How do you know when something's a limiting belief is when you don't want to admit it, when you want to avoid it completely, and when speaking about it just makes you wildly uncomfortable. Those are some true signs that it is a limiting belief and you feel like it's kind of so matter of fact that you cannot see another way out. That's how you know something's a limiting belief. And for me, for a long time, one of my limiting beliefs was like, I cannot make a lot of money selling low price products. And that is why now my whole manifestation is built to completely crush that limiting belief, which I find so cool. So that's exactly how I would approach any manifestation, whether you're manifesting something financial, whether you're manifesting a certain job. First, understand your why and peel back those layers and keep peeling back those layers until you know why you want it more than what it is that you want. Secondly, start building affirmations into your day. I will just be straight up. I personally think writing down your affirmations is one of the most effective yet um, not overly uncomfortable ways to practice. I think looking in the mirror is so powerful, but I know that's a lot to ask. I think saying them out loud, sometimes we don't have enough privacy. So writing them down by hand every single day, 10 to 12 affirmations, whether it's specifically about your manifestation or about your relationship with manifestation. And third is just focus on managing your overall vibration. And that starts with observation. Just notice how you feel through your day to day. This is kind of where manifesting as a lifestyle steps in, where manifestation isn't just your one minute of affirmations. You still have 23 hours and 59 minutes in a day. That also impacts how and what you're manifesting. So just take it and make it kind of normal for you and soften into what is my energy like right now? How is my energy towards something completely unrelated to what I'm manifesting? Maybe you're manifesting your soulmate Forget how you're manifesting and how your energy is when you're on dating apps or when you're talking to a guy or a girl. Think about how is my energy at work? How is my energy when I come home and I'm looking at myself in the mirror? Think about how your energy is and how you can adjust it and make it better in relation to things that are completely unrelated to your desire because we oftentimes silo in on what we're manifesting. So for me, I'm manifesting $1,000 days. I might silo in unintentionally or intentionally on my business, on abundance, on money, on checking my bank account or my sales for the day. But my energy aside from that also very much so matters when I'm going to the gym, when I'm cooking my food, when I'm talking to my family and friends, how I speak to myself about how my hair looks for the day. So your energy matters in every area of your life. So the third and last recommendation for you and to kind of what I'm going to do and what I think you should do as you move forward too is start to notice and observe your energy in all the areas of your life and in what ways can you make them a little bit better. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can be as simple as just thinking an intentional thought of gratitude, thinking an intentional thought of 
this could be better and here's how and allowing yourself to declare something even better. And it can be fun. It's not to look at yourself in a way of you're constantly never good enough. You are good enough as you are, but why can't we be better? So wanting to be better has nothing to do with your current state of worthiness. And that's a really big disassociation to make because this isn't meant to feel like you're never good. It's meant to feel like I am so good that all I can do is get better. Those are two very different energies in how we communicate with ourselves and how we see the work of self-improvement. And kind of the last thing I want to mention as we kind of close out is manifestation is something that is a never ending journey. And some people absolutely hate when I say that, but it's so true that there's always going to be something more to manifest. And if you hate how you feel as you're manifesting something, then what you need to work on is your relationship with manifestation. And so how do you feel? How can you feel good in the now? biggest thing is gratitude, but also how can you just have fun? How can you look at manifestation like you're a literal child reading a fairy tale and you're the fairy godmother who can make anything happen? How can you be that for yourself and your inner child? and really reframing your definition of manifestation. I actually spent this entire year recreate, well, last year, 2023, recreating my definition of manifestation because I felt like it was missing something that I wasn't seeing online. And that's where manifestation as a lifestyle was born. And I really finally understood this is why it works so well for me because I was always able to articulate what worked for me, but my biggest goal was teaching it forward. Like I want you to be able to manifest anything you set your mind to and your heart to. And I have been able to do that, but I want that for you. And I realized one thing I wasn't kind of talking about was what I do in my day-to-day, what I do besides my affirmations for five minutes or besides meditating. Like I wanted to go deeper and I finally realized like there's so much self-observation and enjoying all of the little tidbit moments that add up to a desire, that is actually what makes manifestation work really well for me. So I hope 2024 is a year where you can manifest some of your biggest desires and some of the most unexpected ones. Those are some of my favorite affirmations and favorite manifestations is when the most unexpected things happen and show up for you. And so a few other things, so you know what I'm manifesting because I know that was something that I talked about. So I'm manifesting my $1,000 days. I am manifesting actually being in my best health internally. 2023 was a year where I spent a lot of time like getting labs done, doing research. 2024, I really want to just embody that continuously. I want to really get really good at just like going to my gym and not skipping it for two weeks and moving my body in whatever ways feel good to me, depending on my cycle and really committing to daily movement is something I want to get good at as well as eating more protein. That is just a goal. It's not necessarily manifestation, but I completely cut out soy last year and I feel really good. Um, but I don't know as a vegetarian what other high protein items there are for me besides eggs, which I eat so many of, but sometimes I get really tired of eating eggs. So 
that's some of the other things that I'm really working on is in regards to health. And then um, one thing I'm working on and I want to manifest is being more decisive. And I think decisiveness and assertiveness without being arrogant, but just being able to say what I want or say what's actually on my mind without feeling bad. Um, I've noticed that I will kind of shut down some of my thoughts and my beliefs because I don't want to trigger people. So I really want to be able to be decisive in like what it is that I want, which I think is a deeper connection to my inner knowing and my intuition. So strengthening my intuition And I really want to get deeper into my meditation practice. That was my goal for 2023, but honestly, I completely failed. And I meditated maybe like 10% of the year, like 10% of my days. So I would love to deepen my meditation practice or explore new ways of meditating and just having more time alone with my thoughts. I think I processed so much last year. This year, I really want to like be and live and embody all of that and see where it takes me. Tangible other goals. I have, well, this is a joint goal and probably more Tom's goal, but he really wants to buy um, a few more real estate properties. We're doing a couple changeovers. So some more things in real estate, which always end up being fun manifestations for me too, because I love interior design and home stuff. So I find that really fun. And travel, we already have a bunch of trips booked. So no manifesting there. I honestly feel really good in my travel. Um, yeah, just making meaningful moments and not being afraid to bring people together and just share my energy forward and just discover more deeper ways of being my authentic self is probably my intentions for the year. So I would absolutely love to hear your intentions for the year and also how you plan on just committing to those. Because I think when we're interested and excited by something, we may or may not commit. But when you're actually committed to something, you make it a priority to do it. So ask yourself, are you committed to your manifestations or are you just kind of interested in them? There's a really big difference. And I hope I can be part of your journey in making those happen, whether it's through the podcast, through the guide or the app, or just through hanging out on Instagram. I love chatting with all of you. And I have some new stuff coming this year for the business for Affirm It as well as Affirmation Addict. And I'm excited to share it forward. I love you. I hope this episode was informative. I know it was rambly and absolutely non-structured, but I hope you got at least one thing you can take away from it. I love you and have a beautiful week and I will talk to you next time. Love you. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate and review the podcast and share it on your social media so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.